0: Welcome to the Island Podcast. I am your host Alvis Samuel and right off the bat, yes, you are hearing my voice right from the very beginning of this podcast episode because I have something that's been going on and and this what's been going on is is a deep thought, deep thinking process. And there's really, in my mind, hasn't really been too much of anything really happening other than the same old stuff that's been happening, and that's okay. That's okay because there's a lot of people out there who will continually talk on these same things over and over and over. I, on the other hand, do not want to keep hashing on the same stuff too much. I will if I feel led to, so I will but if there's nothing for me to say i won't just say anything i'm not going to just have an episode and it truly means absolutely nothing so if i have nothing to say i will honestly say nothing however there's been something that i've been watching a little bit and i've been putting this episode together and this episode deals with people who truly have the anointing or a calling on them that God has given this person. I'm sorry for that, that was my phone. But that is exactly what this one, this episode is going to be about. What happens if you decide or if anybody decides to you know go after that person what truly happens we'll find out and more on the other side of my intro music again welcome to the island i am your host alvis samuel and before we get into it i would like everybody to take a second take a second and go to www.rss.com forward slash podcast, ending in an S forward slash the Island. And there you can catch up on my previous episodes if you'd like to. And you can also donate if you want to and all that jazzy stuff. You know, that, that, that would help me out a little bit. And you can, you know, Find a way to contact me and we can talk and have all that good stuff going on. So, just go to www.rss.com forward slash podcast forward slash the island. Now, let's go ahead and jump right into this. Now, the question is, is it smart or wise to go ahead and call out Talk Trash whatever you want to say, or go after a person who truly has a calling from God on them, who is truly anointed by God himself? Is it smart to go after and or talk trash about that person? Well, let me give you an example of this, because we all know that sports (laughs) likes to be a mirror of our daily lives, right? And this past series, this series is already over. The Lakers are now playing in a different series. Actually, in they're they're now in two series off of beating the Memphis Grizzlies, and they just finished beating the Golden State Warriors. And now they are in the conference finals. That's all good. But let's go back two series ago. When they were playing the Memphis Grizzlies. And Dylan Brooks was supposedly the main guy to guard your very own LeBron James. Yes, that guy. Who is basically known as the chosen one. And all that good stuff. King James himself. He is the anointed one, basically since Michael Jordan. This guy, yeah, that guy. And then there's Mr. Dylan Brooks, playing for the Memphis Grizzlies, who had the task of guarding LeBron James. And during all of the entire series, Dylan Brooks was a trash-talking machine, doing everything he can to, you know, Stop LeBron James running his mouth. Instead of just focusing on his craft that he needed to do, he was trying to throw in the extra activity. That's what he was trying to do. And when the cameras and a microphone got in front of his face, he would say things like, LeBron James ain't nothing. How's this guy even good if he can't even put 40 on me? And we all know what happened to, like, the very next game when that happened. And we all know what happened in the series. And then when the whole series is over, Memphis Grizzlies, they lose the series and then they get kicked out of the playoffs. A large part of that, due to LeBron James being LeBron James, that series ends and then the sky falls out all on top of Dylan Brooks. He is now without a job due to LeBron James and how he guarded him. He talked all that crap, could not back it up, looked very silly out there, and now he has no team because the series is now over and they just got rid of him. They just said, you're out of here, dude. You are gone. So was it really smart to poke the bear and go after The anointed one in the NBA, National Basketball Association, for those who don't understand what that means. I'm not trying to be, you know, smug about that, but, you know, I'm pretty sure there are people here who don't really pay any attention to sports at all. I know there are, because this is a (laughs) world-renowned, a worldwide listening podcast, so thank you all for listening. But... Now let's look at that, and let's look at what happens to other people, and you're going to understand why I'm saying this as, you know, this podcast is going on. What has happened to other people, especially in the Bible, when they go after or talk crap about somebody who God has ordained and God has himself Has anointed what happens to them. We can go all the way back into the Old Testament, into the first five books. Miriam, you know, there's Moses, he takes the Israelites out of Egypt by the hand of God, guiding him the entire way. And then there's a spot where people don't keep reading because they're like, Oh, Moses, he got to the sea, he parted the sea, they crossed the sea, bada bing, bada boom, he gets the Ten Commandments, all is good. That is not exactly what happened. Because after the Ten Commandments, there has been some, you know, if you've read this part, they were in the wilderness. They had to wander the wilderness for an entire generation to die. And that included Moses. And yes, Moses was anointed by God. So what happened when his own sister, Miriam, started to talk crap about Moses? What happened? God himself actually comes down in a pillar of a cloud and gets very angry with Miriam. And he basically, in short, tells her, you talk too much, woman. You talk so much that your own mouth has gotten you in trouble now because you decided to talk crap about my anointed one. I talk to this guy, your brother Moses, I speak to him face to face, not these other prophets that you're talking about, I go to them in dreams, I go to them and have to give them dreams and have to speak to them in some sort of code because they're too stupid and too weak to take my presence, but Moses on the other hand, he is not. And you want to talk crap about him? So how about this? Here's a little bit of leprosy for you. Not a little bit, but it's going to go all over your entire body. Basically, your entire body. You yourself, uh, you're just now leprosy. How about that? I'm gone. And that's basically, in a nutshell, you can read about this. That's basically, in a nutshell, what happened to Miriam after she started talking crap about Moses. Trying to get the people wowed up, she got struck with leprosy. And let's not forget about the 250 people. Yes, the same people that Moses got out of slavery and they left Egypt. The same people, let's not forget about the 250 men who decided that they were going to come against Moses. Yes, they're going to come against the man who freed them. From Egypt. All of this happened, you know, after they crossed, you know, the sea. After they crossed the Red Sea. All of this had happened. This is what people don't want to talk about. 250 men rose up against Moses. And they were going to go after him. And they started talking crap also about him. How did that work out for him? Well, in short, the earth opened up. Basically, it sounds like there was an earthquake, and the earth opened up and swallowed them whole in some fire. Burned to a crisp, and the earth opened up, and they fell right in. Not just them, but also their families, their houses. So it was more than 250 men, but those 250 men, they started it, and God ended it. So as you can see right now, just off of those two instances, when you decide to mess with somebody that God himself has anointed, and you decide to go up against them, it doesn't end well at all. But that's not the only case throughout the Bible when there's someone who was anointed and something bad happened to them because they... Wanted to talk some crap. There are other instances in the Bible. We can go to King David right before he became king. When basically Israel was in a civil war, lack of a better word or lack of a better phrase, it was King David before he became king. And it was King Saul at the end of his reign. These two men and their armies were going at it. And a lot of people don't realize this about King Saul when they speak on King Saul. There's a lot of people who do not realize that King Saul himself was anointed by God. He was someone who was anointed. And in the midst of this battle and of this war between King David, before he was King David, he was just David, and King Saul... David tells all of his men, do not harm King Saul. Why? Because King Saul had the anointing of God on him. And we don't know, I'm now paraphrasing, we do not know if King Saul, if the anointing of God has left King Saul. No man actually knows. If God pulls his anointing away from somebody, it doesn't matter if they fall from what we would say, quote unquote, we fall from the grace of God. We do not know if God pulls his anointing off of somebody just because they fall to the wayside. So David tells his men, do not harm him, do not harm his family, bring him to me. And his family, everybody else, his soldiers and all that, forget them, go ahead, chop their heads off. But King Saul and his family bring them to me. Do not harm him. And he had a couple of guys, David did, in his army. These guys are macho men. His army, King David's main dudes, these dudes were people you do not want to mess with. Period. These guys were like, I I, I mean, they were like the dudes in in wars and in fights. These were those dudes. And he had a couple of them. They found a couple of King Saul's children, you know. And they decided they're going to kill them, whack them, get them off, get them out, get them off the face of the earth. King David finds out. He brings his those dudes to him. saying, "What did I just tell y'all?" So what does King David or David at the time before he becomes king, what does he do to his own guys for harming somebody's family who was anointed by God? What does he specifically do to them? Well, he kills them. His own men. Because here's something that David before he was even king, He realized this one specific thing. And I hope there are a bunch of pastors out there who hear this exact thing that I am about to say. David, before he became king, realized this. You don't harm, nor do you go after somebody who is anointed by God unless God tells you to Go after him or that person himself. Why? Because when you go after a person who is anointed by God. You're not just fighting against that person. You are actually fighting against God's own anointing. And when you fight against God's own anointing. You lose you will die david realized that before he was king he realized that i will not fight against the anointing of god if he anointed somebody i will just bring that person to god and let god deal with that person himself i am not in any way, shape, or form. I am not that high up on the totem pole to deal with the people who go against God and they were at one time in their life, if they still are, or they still might be anointed by God. Because if I go against the anointing of God, I lose. That is something people especially pastors today do not realize so they want to go and attack people other pastors per se and this is where this podcast is coming from because i am seeing more and more and more people attacking and this is not just just normal people who don't know the bible who don't read the Bible, who don't go through the Bible, who don't study the Bible, these aren't just us regular people, these are pastors who supposedly go through the Bible, who sit there and meditate on the Word of God, who go in their prayer closet and spend their one-on-one time trying to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, I am talking to these people in this specific podcast. Why? Because I am starting to see more and more people who are supposed to be the members of God's church fighting amongst each other. Now, some of you are truly anointed. And some of you are not. It's easy to, it's at least very easy to tell. Like I said, you can tell when someone's truly anointed by God. You just can't tell when God pulls that anointing off of them. However, you can tell if they are anointed. And some of you guys out there are now going and attacking true people who are truly anointed by God. And then you want to take things that are in the Bible and twist it to some sickness, to some perverted perversion against God's own anointing. I heard this one pastor, and yes, I'm going to call this one pastor out, because anyone who twists the word of God in this manner, I don't believe you are truly anointed by God. First, he starts off by saying how many buildings he has and that they own everything that they touch like it's something that should, everyone should be in awe of. Second, he then takes the Bible in a couple of phrases and starts talking about men and women in marriages. And he is a true study of the Torah, the first few books of the Bible, if I'm not mistaken, it's the first five books of the Bible. Let's go through it right now. We got Genesis, we have Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Five books. And he himself, he is a true study of the law of God. And when it comes to men and women, it's not that it's only one wife per man. No, that's not what he was saying. He was saying that men can basically have a lot of wives, still today, because that. Is what God is saying, and so he decided to attack another pastor who was saying the complete opposite. And this other pastor, a lot of people don't like him. However, he has been growing on me. When I first heard him, I was like, "Man, this dude is angry. He's an angry guy." And then all of a sudden, I I listened more and more of him, and his anger is justified. This is Pastor Jeno Jennings. His anger is justified, apparently, at least to me it is. And not only that, he only speaks, as far as what I've seen, only speaks on what's in the Bible, and he reads only from the Bible and gives you his evidence out of the Bible. And he actually does something that I... I cannot stand that other pastors do, and that is take a verse out of context, out of content and try to make it mean something else. I remember this one this one church did it. one of my nephews brought it to my attention and I looked this verse up and I was like, you do know that this verse, if this church is saying this. And they're saying it means this, that church, and everyone following that pastor, they are all going to hell. And it was talking about the children make cakes to the queen of heaven. That is basically the verse that they were saying, and they were saying that, yes, there's a queen in heaven, and we must make cakes to the queen of heaven. And then I decided to read the whole thing, and that's what I told my nephew to do. You should probably read the entire thing. And he did. And he finds out, and I tell him, that verse is telling you what pagan people do. People who are being led, basically, by the devil. They make cakes, they make sacrifices to a queen in heaven where there is no queen in heaven. You got to read the whole thing. And this one pastor, I want to tell you this dude's name so everyone can go out there and look and realize that this pastor is leading people the wrong way. So those who have heard this pastor, they themselves do not get fooled. This pastor is called Pastor, I believe his name is Pastor Dowell. And he wants to attack Pastor Geno Jennings. I can't, say from, I can't say the the anointing of God is not on this man. From everything that comes out of his mouth, the only thing I can say is it, it definitely sure does look like it. That the anointing of God is on this man. And then there's Pastor Dow who wants to attack this pastor, Pastor Jeno Jennings. And then he... Takes these verses about marriage and and a man can have whatever type of person he wants and non- God doesn't recognize earthly earthly uh, uh uh marriages. He doesn't care about the United States marriages. We can do whatever we want and it's the it's the the females, it's the females that have to stay around and not cheat. The man can have as many wives as he wants, as long as it's acknowledged by God. And I'm sitting here listening to this guy. I didn't finish listening to it because I couldn't. It was so perverted. And then I went down to the comments and I see all these people. Oh man, thank you. Thank you for 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 sending the fire and explaining God's word to us. I'm like, I'm just like sitting here like y'all, this dude is is is, is leading you down a path that is not the path of God. God's word doesn't say every man out there can have as many wives as he wants. That's not what he said. And I would, I would want everybody to go through their Bible and not take my word and just find this stuff out for yourselves. Because I do believe And this is for Pastor Dowell. If you ever hear this podcast, you will hear it. And then you might come after me. I don't personally care. But I am going to tell you right now. You did two things wrong. And I hope you find it in yourself to go to your prayer closet or wherever you want to go. And come before God and repent. Because one, you don't attack a person who is under God's anointing. And I do believe that is Pastor General Jennings. I'm not saying I I agree with everything he does. Just like King David, who was also anointed by God, he himself also did not do, I, I would not agree with everything that he did. And obviously neither did God. However, that doesn't mean that the anointing left him. I don't agree with everything Pastor General Jennings says. And or does. However, I will not attack the message that he is coming from. And that he is saying because it's strictly biblical. And so, Pastor Dowell, I will will advise you in this. There's two things you've done wrong. Not only did you attack the anointing of God, but you've also twisted the word of God. Two major no-nos. And if there's any pastor that's out there that is doing this exact thing, you are attacking the anointing, the anointing of God, and you are twisting his word. My suggestion to you is to truly stop. And no, just because you have a lot of buildings, and you have a lot of money, and you have a lot of butts in your pews in your chairs and you have a massive congregation that does not mean you are anointed by God that just means that there's a lot of people who are in your church that you are leading to hell because all you truly are is an not an but is a motivational speaker that's all you are you're not a true pastor because a true pastor actually brings and shows people where they fall short of God's glory, and they fall short every day of God's glory. And then they say, we all must repent of our own sins, and that includes myself. We all must come to the cross and repent. And after we repent, we need to go past the cross, go to the grave, and put our sins in the grave. And after we put our sins in the grave, we will then rise up a new creature. It's not just at the cross. It's past the grave. And you raise up a new creature. These are the things that you must be saying, not sitting here and saying, men out there, it's okay for you to go ahead and have multiple women, even if you're married, because God doesn't even recognize marriage license. That is a perversion. It's okay for you to go out there and do whatever you want because this stuff isn't even recognized by God because you've already said a prayer once. So God's grace is always there. He rescued you once and you'll always be good. How did that actually work out for the Israelites when they left Egypt? Ask yourself that question if you are that type of a preacher. Say this prayer once and you're always good. How did that work out for the Israelites? If 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 I'm not mistaken, it didn't work out well at all. God saved them. Brought them to the wilderness to take them to the promised land. But yet they still wanted to be and dwell in this, this perversion. And God said, you will all die. I'm still going to bring the people to the promised land, but it won't be these people. Actually, you will all die within 40 years. Every last one of you. And that even includes Moses. That even includes Aaron. So don't get this twisted. Don't. Start telling people it's just a prayer because it's not just a prayer. It's a walk and it's a continual walking with God through the wilderness to get to the promises that he has promised you. And as you can see, God knows how to play on words. He promised the people, but he technically didn't promise Those people, those people had children. And it was their children that got to the promised land. Because their children did not become perverted. Nor did they try to fight against God's own anointing. So remember that. Those pastors out there. Remember this, those out there. Before you decide to go ahead and attack somebody, especially when it's a a pastor of a different congregation, a church of another congregation, someone that others they themselves they're not calling them they they are not calling themselves this, but others are saying this is a prophet of God. Before you attack them. And call them out. You better make sure that it is God himself. God sending his Holy Spirit to you. Giving you these words. And telling you, go after them. Because if it's not God. It's not his Holy Spirit. You will go down. And everything you have will die. I'm your host, Alvis Samuel, and thank you for listening to The Island Podcast. Go to rss.com forward slash podcast forward slash The Island, where you can go and donate if you feel the need to donate, and you can also listen to all my previous episodes. Again, thank you for listening, and this is The Island Podcast.